Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. I said we are not muted. We are here. I can hear you. <clears throat> ah, great. Fantastic. We are ah, here. Ah. Huzzah. Woo. Is that like, what is that? Woo. Um, Who is that? Ric Flair, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I doing that? I don't know. Why not? <laughs> I don't know, but I felt like doing it and, you know. Yeah. I not. give it a go whenever I feel like, you know. Life's too short to not ooh-woo. Yes. I have so much shit that I want to, I, wanna, I can watch this weekend. It's not even funny. <laughs> but Mrs. Maisel is back, so I know that um, Penny is happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. We have we have we have tons of shows to do, man. <laughs> we have tons of shows to do. I like it. I so like much, it. there's so much content. So much stuff to talk about. Yay! But this time we're going to talk about the report. Yes. The <laughs> report. Yes. Yeah. The redacted report. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's go straight into it. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming. Here is Graham, along with Jocelyn once again. For the second time in a row, I've got Jocelyn right here with me. I can actually say, hi, Jojo. Hi, Graham. Howdy. <laughs> we have a lot of fun when, you, when you're in studio, Jocelyn. We do. We do this more so often. So much better. So much better. Yes. Than listening to you on the Skype. Yes. I think the Skype is not the same when you don't. It's just not the If same. you don't add the to it. It's not. No. It's not. <laughs> no. It's like the Walmarts. <laughs> the Facebook. The Walmarts. That's the Walmarts. Awesome. <laughs> I can hear an older person saying the Walmarts. The Walmarts. You got to pluralize it too. It's <laughs> yeah. not just one Walmart, it's two. It's the Walmarts. Do you know that these random plurals have always been a thing that puzzles me? And it's like a regional thing. Yeah. Right? Because like um, my wife's family in New York, they, they say things like that. Like I says to him, I says to him, and and I'm like, what do you mean I say to him? You know, like, because like English is my second language. So there's a lot of things that I will never learn to say the wrong way. Right. Because I, you know, <laughs> I learned English from a grammar point of view. Right. So when somebody say I says, and I'm like, but that's wrong though. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you did. <laughs> Hold up here. We, we need class. Just to stop talking for a second. We need to sit down. We're, let me get my grammar books out. We, we just, yeah. And here's the crazy thing. My wife goes and spends two or three days in New York. She comes back at least the first two hours she's back. She's talking like that. Because she was like, uh, did you use it? And I'm like, we ate, but we're not used. Like, <laughs> 
See, now, now I'm going I'm to get myself in trouble, but that's okay. So when my husband goes home to Delaware, uh-huh. slower, lower Delaware for any of our listeners out there. It's from the slower, lower part. When he comes back, I can barely understand him. What do you mean? They have an accent in Delaware? Oh, Lord, yes. Is that so? Oh, yes. <laughs> what does it sound like? It sounds like Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so we, I, I have to tell this story this is totally off topic but you know it's yeah what, whatever <laughs> every now and then we go off topic <laughs> just just once in a great great while once in <laughs> <laughs> insert sarcasm here um but we we went to uh where where my husband grew up when we were first first together and we were looking to buy a house Mm-hmm. And we went to see a real estate agent in his hometown because um, we were possibly thinking of, of moving to Delaware. Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, so so the, the real estate agent is, is like 400 years old. And, <laughs> and, and she's sitting behind her desk and she's talking and I literally cannot understand a word she's saying. I don't have any idea what she's talking about. Except at one point she talks about, I do know that at one point she insulted us by saying that we couldn't possibly afford one of these certain houses she was referencing, which was like a trailer. (laughs) And I grew up in a trailer, so I I can say that. But anyway, I, I, and and I'm looking at my husband and I'm looking at her (laughs) and they're having a conversation. (laughs) And I'm assuming it's English. But I genuinely have no idea. Oh my god! So yeah, it's it's Delaware ease. I I don't know what it Delaware, is. You know, like I thought that only New Yorkers, Bostonians, um, like up north, like only New Yorkers and Bostonians had an accent. But now that you say it, I like no. I mean. I have to find out how the the Lowerys sound like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you, can you imitate any of it? Uh, I, I is there I anything can, in particular that they say? I, I can do. I can. I can. Well, let's see. There, there's something that somebody from Delaware will tell will say all the time, which is, "I'll tell you what." But they say it in a very particular way, and it's sort of slurred together, like it's all one word. I'll tell you what. <laughs> And and then there's there's would you like to do something you know like uh, would would fret for it what are are you up for it oh fret for it fret for it you fret for it <laughs> what is the first part what is that supposed to mean the fr- the first part fr- are 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 you are you up for it would you like to do the fret for it fret for it okay. My yeah. husband is going to kill me when he listens to this episode. <laughs> I'm so dead. I am so dead. I'm having a lot of fun. I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's all right. It's all, all right. right. He deserves to kill me. I've had pneumonia and he's had to take care of me. So it's perfectly fine. He can hey, kill me. Hey, Jeff, just let her live. <laughs> I need my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> But there's there's another little town near where I grew up um, in Maryland, uh-huh. and uh, it's from Crisfield. It's called Crisfield. Crisfield. And you can always tell somebody from Crisfield by their accent. And, and, so? and, and, and anybody in Maryland who lives in Maryland will tell you that. They'll be like, oh, God, this person's from Crisfield. And it's usually... 
Really? Yeah, it's it's very particular dialect. Wow. It, inv- it involves a lot of D's where there shouldn't be D's. Really? Yeah. <laughs> D's where there shouldn't be D's. Yeah, like like they, there's there's you know like like you know, like I feel like Boston puts a lot of as yeah and uh-huh. things that don't have, that don't belong. Yeah, there's a lot of D's in in Christmas. I'd like to hear that too. It's a very strange. I strange do you know one. I didn't know that like I. I always heard of Cajun accent, Cajun accent, but like I never paid attention enough to hear that there was an accent until I saw a sketch on Saturday Night Live and they made fun of Cajun accent. And then I started remembering conversations I had with people that are from New Orleans. And I'm like, holy crap, that's exactly how they talk. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, look at that. The D that do that, that. (laughs) Whatever, man. It's it's just, nah. That's funny. That's that's funny stuff, man. Funny, funny. It's almost baby talk. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on. So today we are talking about the report is an Amazon Prime original movie. Yes. And after I watched the report, do you know what I said? What did you say? This should have been an actual cinema movie. Yeah. This should have been in every theater in this country. Because you know there are people that don't have Amazon Prime that will never get Amazon Prime. Which is a damn shame. Or even if they have it, they don't use it to watch any of their shows. Right. That is true. In fact, I know people who have Prime the service and don't know that they can watch it, that there's Amazon Video. Yep. Yep. Like, I know uh, people too. They're like, what? Huh? It's just free, free shipping, right? And, and <laughs> no. I mean, yes, but there's other things too. Yeah. Yeah, so Amazon, people, Amazon. And, and, and so I feel like this should have been a motion picture, uh, you know, featured in theater. Yeah. Because it is that good of a movie. It is that great of a cast. Yes. And the story is important enough yes. for everyone to see. Yes, it's a very important subject. <sighs> It is history in the making and history told with immediacy and, in my opinion, really with only one agenda in mind, which is to tell the truth. Yes. This is not necessarily a fictionalized version of the story told in this movie because there is no warning in the beginning that, you know, some events may have been fictional. Nothing, no. It is as it happened based on what is known to have happened. Yes. And all the research I did, because I did some reading after watching it, is this is as based on what happened as it possibly could be. Yeah. So this is, as you said, the agenda is let's tell the truth. Yes. So let's get into it, Jocelyn. As I've always trusted you to do. Oh boy, this one's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm going to help you, but but I I know that I know that you can do it better than I can ever do. <laughs> Please tell our audience what the report is about. Um, this one is hard to do because it's about it's about so many different things, but. 
It is about the investigation into the CIA's use of torture. Yes. Um, in the aftermath of what happened on 9-11. And it is about a particular FBI agent and his exhaustive, dogged determination to find out what actually happened with the torture and who who was behind it, how it was worked out, how everything with that went down, who knew what, and trying to get the truth to the American people. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Are they okay? No, no, oh, I'm one hundred percent. Okay, one hundred percent. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. If you remember during the first, and I want to say during the first two years of Bush's second term, I'm talking about George W. Bush's second term. So that was after 9-11. Articles come out, come out about torture of prisoners, Middle Eastern prisoners at the hand of the CIA. And if you remember correctly, there was even some pictures that came out specifically about Abu Ghraib that were that were horrifying. Yes. Absolutely horrifying. But there was a bunch of negation. There was a bunch of denials from the part of, of the government because it has always been a policy that the United States does not torture. But that's exactly what was happening. Yeah. That is exactly what was happening. And you and I just were having this conversation before the show about the technicality of the United States does not torture, right? Yeah. You can always say that the United States does not torture, and technically that's the truth. But it is not necessarily literally the truth. It's not the whole truth. It's not the whole truth. Because if you don't, <laughs> that's basically me saying, I don't build houses. Right? Right. I can pay somebody to build a house for me. Right. But technically, I didn't build this house. Right. Right. So what was happening was the 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 United States, the CIA, had Overseas black sites, black sites meaning dungeon prisons in places like Syria, um, Turkey, Macedonia, countries where the laws are a bit wishy-washy about torturing prisoners of war. Mm -hmm. And they had contractors, meaning that the the, the United States government was not directly paying the individuals involved in the torturing. And they had two psychologists who basically sort of renamed torture. Yes. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't anything new that they came up with, really. They've sold it as something, as something new, but they simply simply renamed torture. Oh, 
we don't like the term torture. We're just going to call it enhanced interrogation techniques. <laughs> Sounds like something a committee would come up with. I mean, that's amazing, isn't you know, it? A management committee at like a large company uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, yes. Yes. Like, and, like, like they're renaming human resources at places to be like people services. Right. Or whatever. Right. You know, yes. Just, yes. Human resources. That doesn't sound good enough. Let's, let's do, let's, let's call it torture. It, it's not pulling <laughs> right, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because I remember watching the movie and, and these guys are presenting their new ideas. Yeah. And I'm like, is anybody in the fucking room going to say, motherfucker, that's torture? Like, what the hell? That is nothing new. Well, we're going to deprive them of blah, blah, blah. And so we're going to remove the self-confidence and blah, blah, blah by doing this. But everything they said that they were going to do are fucking primitive torture. Yes. You know, you're not coming up with... You know, electrifying somebody's balls. That's that has been done ever since electricity has been around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's probably the first thing that was done with electricity. Let's see what we can do with this in testicles. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> and after that was sex toys, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, so, so the, like I was, Completely flabbergasted by the fact that, and I feel like people were desperate to, to justify, which is one of the things that as humans we do a lot. Oh yes, very much so. If we, if we can justify something to ourselves, then it's okay. And yes, the justification was, do you, do you want another one of those bombing to happen? Do you want more Americans to die? Do you want another 9-11? Do you want another 9-11? Yeah. You know, and I remember those times, Jocelyn. Oh, yeah. I Me remember too. the times when people were literally saying on Fox News and conservatives were saying, no, if you're against the war, then you're against the U.S., Mm-hmm. They literally equated the war effort mm-hmm. on patriotism. Not just patriotism, but treason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Treason, yes. Yeah. And those are very scary times to live in. I oh, mean, yeah. one, because you have the threat of terrorism, of course. I mean, that's scary. But the, also the threat, the very real threat that the government is going to decide to come in and shut you down because you're brown or female or have a you know a disability i mean it, it was a scary time because yes. it was like how many rights are going to be taken away here in the name of safety preventing another attack right you know right and and i remember having these conversations with people who was like well uh i don't care how much they pat me down at the airports and shit because i don't have anything to hide and, 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 and it would make me mad because these are the people that were never randomly selected to be patted down to begin with. Oh, sure. Because at the end of the day, the random selection was never random. It was about you were brown enough. Yeah. You look <laughs> Middle Eastern enough. Or you look like as a black guy, you could be from a black Muslim country. Yeah. Because... I'm going to tell you something that you don't, you, you're not going to believe. I moved to the U.S. in 2004. And from 2004 to 2006, 
I traveled back and forth to the Caribbean, different places, whatever. I never got randomly selected. Somewhere in between 2006 and 2007, a group of Haitians in Miami were discovered, Haitian men were discovered plotting something terrorist act because they had converted to Islam and they got radicalized. Well, guess what? I got randomly selected the very first two times that I traveled outside of the United States at the time. Obviously, at the time, I wasn't a U.S. citizen. I only had a green card. Yeah. But I got randomly selected. I got randomly selected. Now, tell me how random it yeah, was. Not, that's not random. Because I had been Haitian from <laughs> 2004 to 2007. And before. And before that, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in fact... Actually, I was born Haitian. I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> that part I don't believe. No. <laughs> but yeah, in 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 my wife was getting like all kind of frustrated and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I know it's not random. Yeah. But no, it's it's they, definitely not random. They got to do what they got to do, right? Yeah. It's the same way as Bloomberg trying to tell you now that fucking, you know, stop and frisk was random. Mm, sure, so it wasn't. Sure. You know, sure. and so moving on to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, um, there is a movie, folks. We promise. We are talking about a movie. This movie stars Adam Driver, who has become more and more of one of the most important young thespians of our time. It's amazing to me. It really is amazing huh? to me. I have to, I'd have to talk about Adam Driver for a little bit. Because the first time I ever saw him, I know he's done in other things, but the very first time I ever saw him was in Star Wars when the helmet came off. Mm -hmm. And my immediate reaction was, that is the weirdest looking motherfucker <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. He is a weird which, looking which, which is very cruel and, and, and very, very shallow. And I recognize that. But this man can act his ass off. Yes. He is so good Super in everything that he is in. And he is especially good in this. It's interesting, too, to know about him that he has a government background. Oh, uh, he does? He does have a government oh. background. And uh, he was actually a Marine. Oh. So he, he went to military school and ended up becoming a Marine. Huh. So he does have some insight into this that... I certainly don't have, but you know, this role, cause I have never been in the army or the Marines or, or inside of a government building. I don't think it's okay. I haven't either. <laughs> the closest thing I got to any thing institution was the seminary. <laughs> I went to the courthouse to get the marriage license. <laughs> that, does that count? And the DMV. I've been to the DMV. Oh, I've been there a couple of times, man. It's a scary place. It is a scary place. <laughs> but, but, anyway, but anyway, Adam Driver is great. He is fantastic. And, and here's the thing. For some reason, I kept, I've, I've, I've been thinking about, what about Adam Driver? Because we've established that he's a weird-looking dude in that he's not a pretty dude. Right. He's, he's, he's not, not a pretty dude. He's not what you have in your head when you think leading man. Exactly. He's not. He isn't. 
exactly Hollywood leading man. Exactly. That's that's exactly the the, the thought. It's not what's in your head. Much like Jeremy Renner is not the first thing in your head as a leading. Short little dude with a small mouth. I, I don't know what else like to say. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. You know, but, but, and, and Jeremy Renner's kind of my cup of tea. I don't know why. <laughs> like when, when I've seen him, he's, I've not gone. That's the weirdest looking motherfucker I've ever seen. I've been like, oh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, <laughs> that's not bad. But like, you know. You have weird taste, don't you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's the thing, though. Last night, for some reason, I kind of connected the dots while watching the report. And, like, wh- what is it about, about Adam Driver that gives him the, not only... The fact that he's a great actor, like he's, but like the, the, physically, what exactly about him is like he's not a pretty dude, but yet he's not an ugly dude, and yeah. and people can look at him all the time. Yeah, he has, and this is what I concluded: sort of like the same kind of it that Cumberbatch has. I agree with For me, that. he is like the American Cumberbatch. I agree with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that, oh, it's the same. He has yeah. the Cumberbatch factor. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. He's I, good at his shit. Yes. He doesn't look, he's not like a pretty dude, but he's not an, he's not an ugly motherfucker. No. You know? No. But, but he has a charisma. Yes. That makes him, that gives him this aura. Yes. <laughs> That's the Cumberbatch factor. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. You got it. Yeah. But in this movie, Adam Driver plays the, the role of Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. an FBI agent turned um, staffer for Senator. Diane Feinstein. And it's amazing because it seems according to 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 the to the to the story, he originally wanted to go straight into the whole, you know, staffing for the government thing. He he you know. But then he was recommended, it was recommended to him that he should get himself a bit more government experience in in that basically he was a bit overqualified for the whole staffing thing at the moment. He he had to spend a bit more time doing stuff. Yeah. Which he did. Yeah. He went to the FBI. Yeah. But then eventually he ended up back to where he wanted to be, which is staffing in the Senate. He ended up working for Senator Diane Feinstein of California. Is Diane Feinstein for California? I believe so. Yes. Diane Feinstein, by the way, played by Annette Benning. And I have to say, I don't feel like the makeup that they gave Annette Benning resembled Diane Feinstein at all. No. It certainly transformed uh, Annette Benning into a believable Diane Feinstein that didn't look like too much like Diane Feinstein. Am I. <laughs> Is that right? Um, Annette Benning didn't look like a movie star, which she right. she definitely is a beautiful, gorgeous movie star. Yeah. But it 
wasn't enough to make her look like Diane. Like Diane Feinstein. It was just enough to kind of like deglamorize. Yes. Yes. And so let's veer from the, the whole thing for a moment. Who do you think they could have cast to look more that look that would have looked more like Diane Feinstein other than Anna Benning? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> Who do you have in mind? Because you must have somebody in mind. Um, you're not going to believe this. I mean, she's very young, but I think she could have pulled off a Diane Feinstein because she looks like everybody that she can play. Kate McKinnon. Yeah. From Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Because I even She's, believe her when she plays fucking Rudy Giuliani, for the love of God. I do too. <laughs> I do too. I do too. You know, and so, but I, uh, by the way, I had no problem with, with Annette Benning's performance as Diane Feinstein. I just like was looking, I kept looking for the resemblance. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. she looks like somebody. But it's not Diane Feinstein. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, actress-wise, who else I could think of. I agree with you on Kate McKinnon, though, that would look that would look like her. Yeah. But my brain's drawn a blankest for, but like, for other, like, older actresses. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the only person I can think of, really. Yeah. And I don't know why, but... It's it's because of her chameleonic abilities, I, I suppose. She's, no, she is amazing. She's unbelievable. We're off off topic here, but <laughs> but she is amazing. She's yeah. so good in everything that she's in. Yeah. So so Daniel Jones ended up being charged to investigate the history or or the the, the torture rumors that have been going around because these enhanced interrogation technique are being glamorized by Dick Cheney, <laughs> are being glamorized by Donald Rumsfeld, are being glamorized, even being used as a campaign uh, theme, right? And so somebody needed to look into that. Yes. One. Secondly, the idea is that the United States, which serves as an example to other countries, does not torture. So how is it now all of a sudden we are telling people fucking torture works as long as you call it enhanced interrogation techniques. Enhanced interrogation techniques, yes. And so... What you will discover, if you indulge me, what you will discover in this movie are, for me, there are three takeaways. One, and I, I'm going to see if I can remember in the same order that I told you when we did the, the little pre-show talk that we do, Jocelyn. For me, number one is that Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld are war criminals. And if they f were from anywhere other than the United States, they should have been in The Hague standing trial for war crimes. 
and probably being put away and the key thrown somewhere in the high seas never to be found because they were directly behind all of what went on yep. with with the with this torture program that EIT or enhanced interrogation techniques yep they have blood on their hands they are complicit yes secondly George W Bush now is the second dumbest president we've ever had <laughs> and had we not had a Trump president he would have still he would have been the number one George W Bush would would be at the number one top dumbest president but then now we have Trump and Trump is winning by by a mile in that regard but George you cannot tell me that you are the president of the United States and these things are going on on your watch and you hear about it six years after it happens right which means either you're you're so dumb that they were able to hide this from you you're the president and you're supposed to be able to know everything. Yeah. So they were able to easily hide it from you or you never asked any of the questions. And there was a part of your brain going, maybe I should ask the questions. And you were going, no, I'm, I'm not going to ask the questions. Willful ignorance. Right. And I Willful think it's stupidity. And I think it's that thing of, of, of justification. Yeah. It's, we, have do, we have to do whatever we have to do to get the bad guys. Right. And so I don't have to know how they did it. If I don't know how they did it, then I'm not, I'm not part of it. But here's a fucking crazy thing, though. Proven that none of that shit worked. Yeah. It is proven. It is proven that none of that shit worked. That people died at the hand, hands of the CIA from torture. And the CIA itself had to walk away from the practice because they already knew that torture doesn't work. Yeah. And so, if I'm being honest with you, we should also include George W. Bush in there. Oh, 100%. As a he's, war criminal. He's complicit as well because he can. they can say, oh, well, he didn't know. It doesn't matter. It was his job to know. Just like a manager at, at, at any sort of corporation yeah. or whatever. Oh, well, I didn't know that was happening. That is your job. That is literally your yeah. job to know that. You is have happening. one job to do. You have one job to do. <laughs> and if you're not doing it, then you are complicit in yes. whatever is happening. And you need to lose your job. Yes. So, yes, no. Yeah. And so my third and final point about my takeaway from this is Dianne Feinstein, Senator Dianne Feinstein, and the former senator from Arizona, John Sidney McCain, are two of the greatest fucking Americans of this 21st century, and some of the most exemplary politicians we've seen in a long time. And I'm afraid, I'm afraid that they don't make those anymore. Yeah. I'm afraid that once this generation dies off, we're fucked. Yeah. Because you just have to see, and this show is not about politics. 
But this particular episode, this particular movie that we're talking about, has to do with politics. And so if you can't take the punch, get the fuck out, because I (laughs) seriously don't care about your political opinions. And if you get bought hurt by this episode, that's your problem. But here's why I'm going to say this. John McCain was not only a fantastic public servant, a man of almost impeccable integrity, but he influenced, he knew the weight of his influence Mm -hmm. as a person, as a politician, as a family man, as a patriot. And if you don't believe me, you just have to see how rotten and completely disgusting Lindsey Graham of South Carolina has become after the death of John McCain. Yep. You, can, you cannot recognize this man. Yep. Yet, because of John McCain, you could have some respect before for Lindsey Graham. Because of the influence that John McCain had in him. And John McCain was particularly against torture. And when this happened, when when this torture program went on, once the cat was let out of the bag, he was the first one to walk away from his party and speak out against torture. Because he knew firsthand One, that torture does not work because he got tortured for eight fucking years in Vietnam. And he never gave up any big secret, any secret at all, big or little. And even when he was offered to be liberated, he decided, no, we all walk or I stay. So... Do you want a greater man than that? Yeah. Finally, I have to say, <laughs> this show, this, this, this movie g- give me hope. And it's the hope that the people that are safeguarding democracy aren't the politicians that we send to Washington, but rather the people who have made a career in Washington. Those people who were government after government, president after president for 20, 25, 30 years who serve any president, whoever is there, are the people that are safeguarding democracy. And we see now in our days, the reason we are now have an impeachment process going on is precisely Because somebody who was not elected or was not chosen by a president to be on a roll, but rather decided to make a career serving their country, decided this is wrong and I have to speak up. Yes, and take that job seriously, take that career seriously, take that responsibility seriously. Yes. And say... 
it, it doesn't matter whether this is popular or not. This is wrong. And I have to stand up and say, this is wrong and yeah. we're going to do something about it. And it's not easy to do your job, to be berated, to be hated, because Daniel Jones, when you watch this movie, you will see. I don't know. Like, there are times that I feared for this guy's life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, <laughs> anywhere else, this guy gets killed. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else, this guy gets killed. And, by the way, he might not have gotten killed, but he had to get a lawyer. Yeah. Because guess what? When law enforcement decide to go after you in a vindictive way, you have no way out. Yeah. Your entire life could be turned upside down. Yep. This is the one thing you have to understand. And this is what I'm saying. Okay? So, and this is, it doesn't matter... Who is in power? It could be either Democrat or Republican. Doesn't matter the administration, people. Understand that, man. These folks, they don't like to be found out. They don't like to be on the spotlight, especially when what's coming out is the bad things that they've done. Right. You need to understand that. Right. Right? And so, and you guys know by now that I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But again, I don't believe in these motherfuckers. I don't, they have no friends, man. Mm-mm. They have no friends. And like I said, I feared for this guy's life. But I'm glad he made it out alive. Yeah. And was able to tell the story. Yeah. And um, he had the support of the um, the Senate's Ways and Means Committee. And he got us the truth. Yeah. Now we know what happened because this guy literally dedicated about six years of his life to this truth to be told. And after you see this movie, after you watch this movie, you will know that we owe this guy, Daniel Jones, a huge, huge debt of gratitude. Yep. So, I don't know, did we ever get to the cast? Sort of. (laughs) We talked about Adam Driver and we talked about Annette Bening. John Hamm is in it as well. John Hamm? I think John Hamm is in everything nowadays. I think it's the law. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the law. Yeah. It's the law. John Hamm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember who else is in it. There's a couple of actors there that, um, you know, they always seem to be somewhere. They always seem to be in some movie. And then that's it. But so basically it was a bunch of that guys. Michael C. Hall was in it. Michael C. Hall, yes. Jennifer Morrison was in it. Um, Maura Tierney was in it. Maura Tierney, yes. Um, let's see. Ben McKenzie, Matthew Rise. Yes, 
That was a surprising one, Matthew Reese. He was that, that New York Times journalist that guy, right? And I was like, oh, that's the American. It's too soon. <laughs> it's too soon for him to be in anything. Seriously, I'm serious. <laughs> it, it, it used to take at least two or three years off <laughs> after the Americans because, well, the Americans ended this year, I think, right? Yeah. 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 So wherever I see him, that's all I'm going to see. You know, if you go back to the waterboarding thing, there is a Delaware connection to this. Oh, yeah. Talk to me about that. There was a, a Delaware pediatrician who decided to waterboard his partner's <sighs> children to prove that waterboarding wasn't that bad. What? Why didn't he prove it on himself? That's a very good question. I don't know. Fucker. Yeah. Well, on kids. On children. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's not that bad. We'll do it to the kids. It'll be a good, you know, the, the, the Ameri- you know, America does it, and it's not torture. It's, it's, you know, inter- <laughs> it's in, in whatever the rate it's called, enhanced interroga- interrogation. So that's yeah. so fucked up. He went to prison for a very long time for doing that. He went to prison for a very long time for waterboarding children. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting that 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 he did. Which but, he should have. <laughs> he's a double moron, isn't he? Yeah. You know, so it's so bad that you send people to prison for it. Yeah. But yet, but you want to do it to prisoners torture. of war? It's not torture. And, and, and I remember someone in the movie saying, so what happens when it's done to Americans? What happens when it's done to Americans? Like, What, 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 what are you going to do when American soldiers come back saying, I got... This was done to me. Yeah. You know, when he takes his little card out and say, I'm protected by this Geneva Convention laws, what happens next? You know, whenever I think about that, because I feel like we think that every belly conflict was supposed to win them. And I don't know if anybody knows this, but it's been a long time since America won a war. It's been a long time. I want to say maybe since World War II. It makes me think of the Simpsons joke where um, Grandpa Simpson is talking about about World War II and and fighting in it because, you know, Grandpa Simpson is like 120 (laughs) years old or something. And and then he's talking about the next generation. He's like, and then that's the generation that lost Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) So wrong. So... (laughs) But yeah, so we, we go into every little conflict thinking, yeah, fuck yeah, we are murdered. But we, 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 we don't understand that war, there's no longer a conventional way of fighting wars because whatever we're doing is not working. Whatever we've done has not worked. You know, pew, pew, America, whatever. North Korea is supposed to be sending a Christmas present. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's his friend, so yeah. I hope he's ready to receive it. Yeah. I hope the. Fucking- I just hope we're far enough away from Washington or when it opens. Well, isn't it coming in through like the West, though? 
through California or whatever? I don't know. Depend, depends on how they send it. <laughs> I just they might send a UPS. <laughs> you know? You, and Wouldn't that be KPS? <laughs> NKPS? <laughs> Why are we doing this, Jocelyn? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> um, the report is on... Amazon. Amazon Prime or Amazon Video. Is that really Amazon Prime or Amazon Video? It's Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime? Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Prime. It's an original. So. And it's very good. Adam Driver, Annette Benning, John, John Hamm. Yeah. Those are the three you need to know about. Very good. I, I personally think that there's going to be some awards. I think so, too. I I really hope so for Adam Driver because he's he's very 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 good in it. Yes. Um. And since Hollywood love people who put on makeup and play an older person or, or a disabled person, then you could expect that Annette Bening is going to be at least nominated nominated as best supporting actress. Yeah. But Adam Driver should win everything yeah. for this definitely. It's very good. What else? I think this is right. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, it's it's good. It's um, educational. It can be dry in parts because it is about a report. I mean, yeah. But so don't don't go in expecting a, a seat of your pants thriller type Mm-mm. thing. It is more in the sense of educational and of understanding what was happening at that time and the way the world was at that time and what happened after the truth finally came out. The one thing I have to say is that you have to be careful watching this because there are some scenes that will make you angry. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this before on the show where I've told you there were things that before I I would watch without blinking. Right. And be okay with watching it and now I simply don't have the heart for it because I don't know I I, I guess getting older makes you I mean raises your level of empathy or something so I, I can't even watch an MMA fight anymore like two people beating the fuck out of each other doesn't appeal me anymore, yeah. you yeah. know and so that's two people who voluntarily are fighting Imagine watching somebody being tortured. Yeah. And there are some scenes that are about that and are as crude as the reality of that would be. Yeah. Humiliation. The What they did to Khalid, uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, I don't care how much of a war criminal the person is, but, you know, torture is simply wrong. Yeah. You know, um, humiliating a person supposedly because you think that you're going to extract the truth out of them is, is medieval barbaric and absolutely atrocious. Yeah. And you you can't even say that it's you can't even say that it's 
uh, torture is a uniquely human thing. Animals don't don't torture no. one another to get information from each other. You know, I mean, no. a cat might play with something for a little bit, but it's eventually going to kill it and eat it. It doesn't do it for years mm-hmm. or, or, or days or months or anything like that. So, um, yeah, Imagine being waterboarded for 183 times. Yeah. If you had something to say. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I would, yeah. I'd be like, okay. And you wouldn't even, you could just take me to the sink. I'd be like, I'm, I'll talk. Yes. What do you want to know? Yes. So, you know, if, I, if, I if just, they're going to talk, they're going to do it. Really? Really? You think this person, oh. How many times is it? 180, 184? Okay, now I'm ready to talk. Yeah. That's bullshit. That was a desire to be barbaric, a desire to be cruel. That's all. That's all. I I cannot believe that this was about extracting any information. It was about revenge. Yes. And when these two dudes said, well, we're sitting at home thinking, what can we do? That's what they, that's, they, that's what their plan was. We are going to gain license to officially be sanctioned to torture people and get paid for it. $83 million. I can't even imagine, the, <laughs> I can't even imagine the mindset of being the person I mean, I don't want to, but if one of being the person who comes up with all of this stuff, and if two being the person that's like, yep, sign me up, I'll do it. Yeah. I will happily do that. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's not even like, you know, executioners. There's, you're pushing a button or you're plunging a needle, you know, you're not. Yeah. But it's, as you said, Joseph, torture is a thing that is uniquely human and he tells you how fucked up we are yep we're supposed to be the ones who are intelligent out of all living beings and we're capable of this shit to each other yeah it's an amazing thing you have to watch this people you have to watch this it will open your eyes you will gain a new appreciation for Everything you think you know about the America that we so gallantly often say the greatest country on earth. Um, Put an asterisk on that when you say it. When you talk about American exceptionalism, put an asterisk, asterisk on that. And Judge for yourself. Good. Yep. And be thankful for uh, the pencil pushers. Yes. The career people out there in Washington. The ones that have integrity. The ones that say this and no further. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, Jocelyn, we want to call it a day. Sounds good. Before we do that, then, we have to make this call to action, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, on Pinterest. Also, you can go directly to our website, Kicking and Streaming Podcast. 
gmail.com. If you listen to us on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to rate us. Tell people what you think about us. Help us being found on uh, Apple. And uh, I'm going to start asking people to please, when you listen to one of our episodes, just share it on your on your social page. If you if if you like what you heard, just share it. Have someone else listen to it, please. You will do. You'll be doing us a big favor. On Twitter, I am a We Are Kicking and Streaming podcast. A kicking and streaming, so kicking and the letter N, streaming. On Instagram, we are at kicking and streaming underscore podcast. And Jocelyn is now will Jocelyn now will tell you how you will find her on Instagram. I am Jocelyn Podcast. Jocelyn Podcast. Yes. And for me, you will find me as Mr. Putzetta. That's M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. And of course, if you would like to support this show, now that the year is about to end, <laughs> and if you still have a moment, another cause that you would like to support, please go to patreon.com forward slash kicking and streaming podcast. And contribute to the show support this show so that we can continue doing what we do and also we can produce some exclusive content only for people who support us why else that's it was good i think it's good <laughs> thank you very much for coming back and remember share this episode share every episode we'll see you next time Bye, Yay! <laughs> <laughs>